Welcome to the most powerful episode that you could have. And I and I don't mean that lightly because today's episode was magical. How we did it, how we ran it, and even what followed, which we will be linking and talking about in the show notes. And it's a tool that you will take, you will use, and it will be your best friend, your biggest secret weapon moving forward. So on today's show, we have my dear friend, a brother, somebody who I care immensely about, uh, one of the most incredibly giving, driven, heart-centered humans I've ever met with a story to match and a story that would make you wonder why they ended up like this in their heart. But it is an honor, uh, a privilege to share space with this man. So Zach Halford came on the show. We talked a lot about his story. We talked about how reflecting on extreme behaviors to express your emotions and how it actually feels to try to regulate your body and your emotions. We talk about the power of one moment, one call, and one reminder, and how it allowed me to shift back into our power in challenging moments. We talk about how you can clear your energy in those sticky situations that keep you in your head. And so, uh, hello, me. Uh, This episode was kind of like me being like, "Uh uh-huh, thank you for the reminder. Yep, that's new. Got to remember that. But really how to get from your head back into your body. And then we actually have a surprise at the end. And this is something that we don't normally do. We do this behind closed doors. We do this in paid containers, but I'm not hiding from this work anymore. And I'm out here and I'm ready to show all of it. And that is my year. That is my life. That is everything. And so this is just exciting for me because this episode represents the breadth of the breath, actually, and a lot of things to come and a lot of resources that we're creating and a lot of ways that me and the team want to continue to pour into you and into this community. And this is a big, big part of it. And uh, this episode was a gift to me. I loved it. It was amazing. It filled my bucket. It stretched me as a man. It helped me be a better entrepreneur. And it really anchored in the power of all the things that we talk about. And so today is an incredible one. And there's a massive gift for you at the end. And so stick around, stay peeled, eyeballs open, earballs open. I mean, eyeballs open, unless you're listening, you can take a nap, but whatever you want to do, make sure you listen to this one and feel it all the way in your heart, in your soul, in your core, and then pick up the phone with the invitation that we give you at the end. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, to another episode of the Mind of George show. I have a little bit more energy now that we just did 10 breaths. Um, I am really, really stoked. Uh, Today's podcast is pretty special. We're going to be recording this for like the next 45 minutes to 50 minutes, taking a quick break and then going live and doing breath work and taking people through breath work. So I'm actually really, really, really excited. Uh, I met this incredible individual online, took me through some breath work. uh, And he's a man on a mission. And you're going to get this when you start to hear him speak. Uh, because even the story of how he got here today, <laughs> as both of us were traveling to Montana to do this podcast in person, I just had a delayed flight, but he had a car breakdown, ended up meeting an incredible woman who then drove him to Kalispell, who brought him to my office today. And I think the only way to intro him is to tell that story because it speaks to the incredible man that he is, the heart that he has. 
and his ability to just help and connect with people. So I'm incredibly excited and honored to be joined by my buddy, Zach. So Zach, welcome to the show. My brother, first off, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. It is truly a pleasure to be here with you in this space. So, I know. I'm glad I'm glad we made it work. And uh, yeah. I love that you're you're feeling the Montana call. Yeah, yeah. We definitely made it work, right? <laughs> and and that's something I would love to talk about. So I drove here yesterday from Bozeman. Yeah. And uh, on the way here, I'm driving through Sealy. And a really small town, 1,200 yep. people. And, and a lot of very alike Alaska, as we'll get into a little bit later, as I'm originally from Alaska. And yeah, I, my, I'm driving my mom's car and my mom's car breaks down, right? The, the car just, I, I go to a construction site, I put it in park, it's, I'm, I'm stopped and it just shuts down. It shuts down and then, um, yeah, I'm like, what the heck what like what's going on and this is an issue that we had a year and a half ago as well so i'm like ah is this happening again you know yeah and uh yeah maybe i was like is it the battery someone behind me i tried jumping the car with their battery you know and that didn't work and then um yeah it like it did start a little bit and fluttered and then it died again and i was like shit well i'm gonna have to figure something out i'm stranded i barely have any service i can't even look up any uh-uh. no any, cell signal yeah exactly like, uh, i i could barely even call my mom yep. and, and ask her can you help me find some place to yep. to help me you know yep. what i mean and then we came to the conclusion that okay this car is not going to get towed because all of the towing companies are closed it's seven o'clock at night yeah right and we come to the conclusion okay i'm going to have to figure out how to get to sealy or cast kalispell yeah to for the podcast yep. right and i start walking down the lane of cars that are behind me asking hey are you going to kalispell no i'm not my car's full da 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 and then I come across this absolutely incredible lady this beautiful incredible lady and I'm like, are you going to Kalispell? And she's like, no, I'm not. But I live in Sealy, which is like five or 10 minutes from here. I have a, a four bedroom place with my husband um, in the woods. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know, like, let's do it. Like she said that I can stay there and yep. that she'll bring me to Kalispell the yep. next day for the podcast. So just extremely, extremely grateful. You and know? did she bring you all the way here? She brought me here and just dropped me off 10, 20, 30 minutes ago. So just just for the record, uh, Sealy Lake to Kalispell is already like 30 minutes or so, especially with the construction traffic. From Kalispell to my office is another 20, 25 minutes. And so she, this this incredible woman brought you down here. And I just want to give kudos for like making it here, being here. Like I got in at 3 a.m. this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like we've been texting each other and we're like, yep, it's perfect timing. Like, let's kind of do this. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I love it. And I'm stoked that you're here, man. It's, uh, it's incredible. And you know, you talk about Alaska and I love like hearing about Montana and I'm really excited because you and I have a lot in common, Ton. a lot in common. Um, but I'd love for you to kind of tell everybody like, you know, where you came from, like, how do, how do we even get to like today's Zach who's here to do breath work with me and, mm-hmm is hitchhiking across Montana <laughs> and staying with people while helping. Like, where did this start? Yeah, so I grew up small town Alaska, 5,000 people. And I, I lived there until I was 18 years old. And I was a very, a very sensitive kid growing up in Alaska. And I experienced a lot of stuff 
And um, yeah, ultimately I experienced a lot of trauma. I was very sensitive and that led me into getting into bodybuilding and powerlifting. And I, I was a 230 pound bodybuilder. I set world records in powerlifting. I won multiple bodybuilding shows. And yeah, as I as I got deeper into that, I started taking steroids when I was 18 years old. Um, when I became when I turned 20 years old, um, my body started to fail me. My body really I was really tired all the time, extremely fatigued, you know, and just experiencing a lot and feeling very drained. I was very depressed. I was very I was very emotionless, you know, and, and then I had a, a psychedelic experience and that just led me down the, the rabbit hole of, of healing, right? I got into yoga, I got into fasting, holistic health, all of these different things. And as I've gotten deeper into that journey, what I realized was I was bodybuilding and powerlifting was a way for me to express myself. Mm -hmm. It was a way for me to express my pain, express my anger towards my father, express the, the pain that I experienced from all the heartbreak, express being having my power stripped away from me from being molested when I was younger and all, all of that stuff, you know, and, and I realized how much trauma was actually stored within my body. And then a year and a half ago, I, I found breath work. Yep. Right. And um, yeah, I had and, and, and before, before I found that, before I had that breathwork experience, I was smoking a lot of weed, doing rape all the time, microdosing mushrooms. I was ultimately at the, at the root of that. What, what was I doing? I was escaping. Yeah. I was escaping. I had a lot of stress. I had a lot of energy stored in my body. Right. And I was numbing it. Mm -hmm. I was numbing it. I needed, I needed the marijuana right for me to feel regulated for me to relax for me to really feel in my body and the first breathwork experience that i had it was the most powerful experience i had regardless of any psychedelics Mine any too. plant medicines yeah Mine too. and it was a feeling of feeling so in my body mm -hmm. so connected like wow zach is here mm -hmm. i have arrived mm -hmm. you know and um yeah and then and then being being the the extreme person that i can be i'm doing breath work every day i'm driving down the street <sighs> you know just, just tapping into that energy right i'm going to breath work classes every week um oh my God. yeah i'm just i'm really going deep into that and yeah i just started having more and more powerful experiences with it and i realized wow breath is and breath is the most powerful tool into regulating your not only your mindset but also your state your body yeah. your emotions elevating your emotions can i ask you a question absolutely because i only remember what it felt like and feels like in my body right mm. but when you just shared that about like you were doing it to numb or escape like bodybuilding to express or like these extreme behaviors to express that reminded me of the feeling and I remember that feeling and what it felt like is that I had all of this something inside of me. Sometimes it felt like anger. Sometimes it felt like sadness. Sometimes it felt like rage. But what it felt like is that if I didn't like move or do something like it was going to burst out of me mm. and I felt out of control and it scared me. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like 
you know, like I couldn't sit still. I could, I had to like go, go, go. And then it like fed itself. Is that like the feeling? Pretty much identical. Okay. Just okay. this intensity, just this energy that is so fucking intense. Can yes. I use fucking? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So we are so, explicit on every so, podcast. So fucking intense that you have no idea what to do. It, it feels like you're going crazy. It feels like your head, your body is going to absolutely explode. And you don't know how to handle it. You don't know how to deal with it, you know? And and that's why I worked out so much. It's yep. like, it was my, I would be in the gym three, four hours a day, bought, doing a power lift, a two hour power lifting workout, squatting, squatting, deadlifting, benching, all that. Yep. And then doing a bodybuilding workout after that, because I just had so much energy. Yeah. And, and ultimately that was a way for me to express that energy. Right. But then what happened, what happened was that energy Yes, I didn't feel that energy anymore, but that energy got programmed into my body, yep. into my muscle tissues, into my subconscious. So yeah, the last six years from going to 230 pounds to now 155, 160, it's been uncovering that wow. and, and realizing how much trauma was held, how much energy was mm -hmm. held. Well, and I think that that's an important thing to even talk about too is, is something I didn't realize was like just even in a given day to day, how many times now that I'm hyper aware because of this work that like even in an interaction in a meeting, how somebody will say something to me and I will catch my subconscious wanting to like make a wound around it mm. or like I'll feel a feeling like it stressed me out or I'm having anxiety. And like I think about the thousands of times I catch that a day now and I'm able to process it. And then I think about the tens of thousands I don't catch it today. And then the hundreds of thousands that I never caught it that was all actually like in my body that I was thinking was mine. Mm -hmm. That I was like, oh my God, I, I'm an anxious person. I'm boom. And, I, and, and for me, that's what a lot of it was. I would take on the identity of the feelings. And then I'd be like, well, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm just anxious. Like, I'm just anxious all the time because that's what I was feeling. And then I would change my behaviors to those of people with anxiety. Mm. And then I wouldn't leave the house. I wouldn't go. And so it, it to me, like, I feel so seen right now. Yeah. But I, I think it's important to recognize as you talk about being stored in your body. And by the way, like, the amount of research on trauma and stuff, you can read all this. I've obsessed about it for years. But I think it's also important to recognize how much in our day-to-day, -day, like just the life that we live, is just this constant barrage of resistance and reactants and, and these things that create these things. And, and I know for you, breath, like that first breath, like I tell everybody, I'm like, you take my strongest ever ayahuasca experience and times it by 10, and that might get close to what I saw in breath work or felt or, or was even, even close. You know, for me, what happened was I did breath work for the first time. And then I was like, why have I never done this before? Right. Like, what? Wh huh? Huh? Right. And I realized two days ago I was in Austin and I got that feeling you talked about, which is why I'm so angst right now in my body for the first time in like four or five years. And I was in the office and I literally was like, I want to punch a wall right now. Like I couldn't stop moving. I couldn't. I, and I was like, I was triggered, like massively triggered i had to call my ceo i was like do you have a minute she's like yeah i'm like i was going on she just kind of like gently reminded me and then i was like i got off the phone and i went and i did breath for like one minute and it like instantly came back made sense and i was like and i realized i haven't felt that feeling in so long mm. and then when you said it a minute ago i was like two days ago i felt that mm. right um 
but I, I say that because I, I, I want to know what your relationship with breath is like, because I think for me, I heard you talking about like how you go do a two hour powerlifting workout and mm. a two hour bodybuilding workout. And I remember thinking that when I had all that energy, I had to be intense, right? Like I have to do the hardest workout. We have to tie the world records. We have to like you and I, like we have to hike the hardest mountain. We have to do boom. And then like one minute of breathing. And I felt more relief in my body than I'd felt in, you know, two hours of the hardest workout with the probably not the lightest of internal dialogues going on. And so it's been really, really interesting for me because I, I've been trapped in this paradox for a long time or this paradigm for a long time that like, because there was all this trauma and you've experienced this too. So I'd love your perspective. I almost got convinced that breath work couldn't work because I felt better so quickly and then I feel better. I'm like, it can't be this easy. Mm. And so it took me a long time to get consistent with it because I was almost using it in the same old pattern of like, oh, nope, I'm going to do it intensely. And, you know, boom, boom, boom. Mm. Mm. And so, yeah, I'd be interested to hear like how you see your relationship with breath now because you have, and I think a lot of people listening to this resonate with the like, going to the extremes, whether it's the bodybuilding or the running or the business or the podcasting, or, you know, you pick your, your flavor and it's so easy to go so intense and to go so hard. And you've danced with this and now you, you dance on the other side. So I would love to hear like how you see that relationship with breath and with your, that trauma in your body and those feelings that you have, because I actually feel like when I speak to you, I feel like you've held more than me mm. like in how you describe it and how you feel it like it was intense to me but i was like oh i'm i'm gonna listen like because mm. it, it was never that it did it doesn't feel like that so i would just kind of love to hear your thoughts or riff or speak because i'm just really interested yeah so whew, that goes there's so many directions i know and it go can go anywhere that. it's more so I, yeah. I what i love is your perspective because you're so in this work mm -hmm. and you do this work every day but you're also very aware of where you were before yeah of course so something that has been just ingrained into my body is whenever i feel very intense heavy emotions i always it's like a switch it's a switch i always come back to my breath right now. i immediately yes now now, now. before yeah. before so i've herniated discs in my lower back i'm still processing through this energy you know mm -hmm. and i've i do hold a lot of tightness in that area so before though i was i was so disconnected from my breath and especially when you are a very emotional a very sensitive human being and for all you men out there mm -hmm. real quick it's okay to feel your emotions it's okay to be sensitive that's actually a gift yes. it is such a gift being emotional being sensitive because what do emotions allow you to do even deeper emotions allow you to manifest even deeper what is just because you feel all of these very quote-unquote negative hard stressful emotions you're feeling like your body's gonna fucking explode just because you feel that we live in a we live in a world of polarity of duality yeah. so the fact that you are experienced quote-unquote hell something extremely fucking intense you have the capacity, you have the capacity to experience the exact opposite. So if you 
<laughs> if you feel extreme hell, extreme darkness, extreme pain, just intensity, you have the exact opposite, extreme love, extreme freedom, extreme abundance, all of that. And ultimately, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, you are always creating your reality based on how you are thinking and how you are feeling, having a clear intention, having a clear thought on what you want to manifest, and then tapping into your heart and spreading the feeling of love, spreading the feeling of abundance and freedom through your entire body. And to, to bring it back, your breath is your, from my personal experience, is the most powerful and easy way to do that. It's so easily accessible, right? <sighs> Just yeah. take a few deep breaths. Like you yeah. said, one minute, all it takes is one minute. And the more connected you become to your breath, the more easily you're able to tap into these elevated emotions and to bring it back to even what I just experienced yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm like, I, I still have these thoughts come up as well. Yeah. I still have these thoughts of, oh, fuck, I'm going to miss the podcast. <laughs> like, damn it. Like, and then a lot of like, even, even this beautiful, beautiful, amazing woman that helped me and, and had me stay at her place in the beginning, like a lot of trauma was coming up behind that. I felt emotions of manipulation. I felt unsafe. I felt like, like, am I going to get fucking killed by going to this woman? I don't even know. Am I going, am I going to get killed from going to this person? I have no idea. You know what I mean? And it's just trauma that is left within my body still that is just resurfacing and projecting outwards. Right. So, um, yeah, I got over to her place. Immediately, I was like, are there places to ground? Are there places to do breath work? And I went to the forest and I'm just, I have my hand and my forehead on trees. <sighs> just clearing the energy. And within five or 10 minutes, I was able to clear that energy out of my body. And and something that I specify in working with is entrepreneurs. Yeah, Entrepreneurs, because why entrepreneurs? They are always... They make the most impact. They have, now I don't want to say they make the most impact, but they have the power to influence a lot of people. And that's what I want to bring mm -hmm. with breathwork is I want to influence a lot of people. And also they are, there's a lot of stress when it comes to running a business, right? Yes. And the most powerful tool that you have as an entrepreneur is whenever you feel stressed, I have experienced this within my life whenever I am. And we just got done talking about this a little bit ago. When I am in my ego, when I am not in my heart, when I am controlling things, I, when I am stressed out, I am projecting that outwards and life, God, the universe, whatever you believe in is reflecting that back to me. You know, we just talked about whenever you, whenever you talk to me like that, whenever you portray a message like that, my walls come up, mm -hmm. my, I get triggered. My body doesn't receive that, mm -hmm. you know? So something that I really enjoy about what you do is learning how to communicate it because how you communicate things and the tone with how you communicate it is being received by the person. And if you are not communicating it in a way that is open and receptive for that person, they are going to reject it, <laughs> tighten up. Oh, fuck, my nervous system can't handle that. Yeah. And I have a tattoo on my quad 
and this isn't from Spider-Man, uh, that says with great power comes great responsibility. The reason why I got that tattoo is I was really high off of like three or four rips of a joint, you know, sitting in my apartment. And I had this realization that, wow, everything that I've thought about and everything that I've projected outwardly has always came back. Like where I'm at in my life is God, all yes. because of me. It's all because of my thoughts. It's all because of my actions. And just because I am in a shitty place right now, I got myself into that shitty place, right? And I am able to bring myself out of that shitty place. And uh, if, if, if we did nothing more <laughs> than this podcast today, just for that fortune cookie reminder, mm. Just for that one today alone, that one just landed so, so hard for me because as you were speaking, I realized what breath was for me as well. Breath was also a tool for in those moments when I was seeing that situation with fault, blame, guilt, or shame would allow me to find my heart to say, okay, got it, but you haven't failed. You're still here. Yeah. Okay. Don't do that again. Yeah. That was a dumb thing to say. Yeah. Probably don't want to continue that behavior, but what's a new one? Right. And mm -hmm. breath has been that for me. Like I'm over here chuckling when you speak and how animated you get and all of it, because like, I remember like, and, and I'm, I'm still like that. Uh, but I don't think I could even, I don't think I could ever speak to the, the impact and the, the, the difference that something that you speak about and even you helping me, like when you jumped on with me, and did that breath with me like that that one gift that you gave me is the reason you're in montana and we're doing this podcast and we've introduced like it's i always struggle especially on this podcast and with people like even coming close to like how bad i want them to get it mm. because of how much it's done for me and like gave me what i would consider like freedom or life back and and, and I love that you acknowledge that the thoughts don't go away, right? Because I think that that's an important part. Because like two days ago, my thoughts were not good. It was momentary, but they were dark because <laughs> that energy was back. And I hadn't felt that energy like that. And, and the, the energy felt like combat rage. I haven't felt that since then. That was a very, it was in that moment, I was like, I might lose it right now. Like I've, it's been a long, 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 long time. And then I love that I made one phone call. And got one reminder and took one minute. And I was like, oh. seven years ago, that moment put me in the psych ward. Six years ago, it lost me a client. Five years ago, I had to move out of my house. Like there's millions of those moments. And so having you speak about the importance of this in your story also is just reverberating a lot for me. So for everybody listening, like I can't tell you the importance of this, the, 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 and with you and your mission to helping entrepreneurs, like your ability to maintain yourself in the most challenging of situations is the difference between success and failure. And when Sharfin says like you haven't, you don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to run it yet. I think the only adjustment is you don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to hold it yet. Because mm. it's mm. really just about holding and your capacity to hold. And like even you hearing this speak, and I know we're only, you know, we're not even halfway in, but um, just so much power and even how you share it, man, like in, in how you share it. And you can feel like you can feel the depth of the pain underneath it because I want to ask about that duality thing now. 
and talking about when you're in that hell and you're not beating yourself up, right? And you're like, okay, I got myself here, right? And you talk about how like, if it's all the way down here, then it's like all the way up here. For about three years, the struggle and the feedback I got is that I was just addicted to this chaos because I didn't even know how to hold this. And so for me, the chaos, the trauma, the pain was more comfortable because it was overwhelming for me to feel the level of joy or love that people were trying to give me and it would overwhelm me and I would revert back to old behaviors. And so I'd be interested to hear like if you've experienced that or you've had any perspective of that because this is something that I consistently work on because I find myself in, and this is something you work with entrepreneurs on, in this place of like feeling super happy and present in the moment and then getting shame like having internal dialogue of shame because of something in the past that like I couldn't be this happy or it couldn't feel this good. Skrr. Break check. Let me take a moment to interrupt myself. I don't run ads on my own podcast, but sometimes I forget that I can tell you about things on my own show. So I'm interrupting for a very important announcement, which is the Lighthouse Business Accelerator. Because it is event time. And as a fellow entrepreneur and business owner, you know how important it is to attend live events, especially ours, with the world's most intense Rock, Paper, Scissors Championship with the best prizes. But that's why I'm thrilled to invite you to our event that will transform your business and catapult your personal growth as a leader in the industry. And if you do not believe me, I swear to God, just go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. I will not tell you. The people on the page will tell you. Their videos will tell you. But the event is getting ready to happen November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana, my beautiful home at the Grouse Mountain Lodge. We have a new event location. So down and dirty. It is a three-day event with an optional four, and everybody takes the fourth. They're just limited spots, but you'll find out more about those. Who's going to be speaking? Luckily for you, the best. My dear friend, Mo Ismail, and my, myself will be co-curating. He'll be speaking, and he is literally the best in the world at short-form content. It is mind-blowing. When he speaks, everybody writes notes and listens. My dear friend, John Wellborn, who is just a wealth of walking wisdom and knowledge. He was a NFL player for 10 years. He studied stoicism. He has degrees in rhetoric and from all these different places. And I learned so much. And then I have a special surprise up my sleeve, but I'll keep that with you there. So at our event, it's all about community. It's all about relationships. And our goal isn't just for you to walk away with clarity, which you will, mastery and understanding of customer journey, which you will, but also feeling recharged and on fire, ready to go into the world, knowing you have community and support. And so whether you're just starting out, totally fine. We have about half the room of that. Running a seven-figure business, totally fine. We have you. Eight-figure business, we got you. And we have had billionaires in the room. And we focus on principles and communities. And everybody learns from each other. Everybody benefits from each other. And everybody wins. And so I can't wait for you to be one of the 75 entrepreneurs in the room in that next experience with your bucket full. So I'm going to let you get back to the content but I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait to hug you and high five you in Montana. So come be ready to be with 75 entrepreneurs that are all hungry for growth and networking and supporting. And of course, the world's most competitive rock, paper, scissors championship. So I'm going to let you get back to the content. 
But irregardless, right now, it's time to go to mindofgeorge.com slash event. Check it out, and we will see you November 16th through 19th in Whitefish, Montana. Breath was also a tool for in those moments when I was seeing that situation with fault, blame, guilt, or shame would allow me to find my heart to say, okay, got it, but you haven't failed. You're still here. Yeah, okay, don't do that again. Yeah, that was a dumb thing to say. Yeah, probably don't want to continue that behavior, but what's a new one, right? And Mm -hmm. breath has been that for me. Like I'm over here chuckling when you speak and how animated you get and all of it because like I remember like, and and I'm I'm still like that, uh, but I don't think I could even, I don't think I could ever speak to the, the impact and the, the, the difference that something that you speak about and even you helping me, like when you jumped on with me and did that breath with me, like that, that one gift that you gave me is the reason you're in Montana and we're doing this podcast and we've introduced, like it's, I always struggle, especially on this podcast and with people like even coming close to like how bad I want them to get it. Mm because of how much it's done for me and like gave me what I would consider like freedom or life back. And, and, and I love that you acknowledge that the thoughts don't go away. Right. Because I think that that's an important part. Cause like two days ago, my thoughts were not good. It was momentary, but they were dark because mm. <laughs> that energy was back and I hadn't felt that energy like that. And, and the, the energy felt like combat rage. I haven't felt that since then. That was a very, it was in that moment I was like, I might lose it right now. Like I've, it's been a long, 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 long time. And then I loved that I made one phone call and got one reminder and took one minute. And I was like, oh. seven years ago, that moment put me in the psych ward. Six years ago, it lost me a client. Five years ago, I had to move out of my house. Like there's millions of those moments. And so having you speak about the importance of this in your story also is just reverberating a lot for me. So for everybody listening, like I can't tell you the importance of this, the, 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 and with you and your mission to helping entrepreneurs, like your ability to maintain yourself in the most challenging of situations is the difference between success and failure. And when Sharfin says like, you haven't, you don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to run it yet. I think the only adjustment is, you don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to hold it yet. Mm. Cause it's mm. really just about holding and your capacity to hold. And like, even you hearing this speak, and I know we're only, you know, we're not even halfway in, but um, just so much power and even how you share it, man, like in, in how you share it and you can feel like you can feel the depth of the pain underneath it. Because I want to ask about that duality thing now mm. and talking about, when you're in that hell and you're not beating yourself up, right? And you're like, okay, I got myself here, right? And you talk about how, like, if it's all the way down here, then it's, like, all the way up here. For about three years, the struggle and the feedback I got is that I was just addicted to this chaos because I didn't even know how to hold this. And so for me, the chaos, the trauma, the pain was more comfortable because it was overwhelming for me to feel the level of joy or love that people were trying to give me and it would overwhelm me and I would revert back to old behaviors. 
And so I'd be interested to hear like if you've experienced that or you've had any perspective of that because this is something that I consistently work on because I find myself in, and this is something you work with entrepreneurs on, in this place of like feeling super happy and present in the moment and then getting shame, like having internal dialogue of shame because of something in the past that like I couldn't be this happy or it couldn't feel this good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so first off, this is something that I have dealt with a lot, shame yeah. and guilt. Um, and being aware that those shame and guilt thoughts are coming up. Being aware of that is very important. Even the thoughts yesterday yeah. that I was having, I was having all of these crazy thoughts, you know, and being aware that you're having those thoughts, but then also coming back into the body. Because when, when we're having these thoughts, we're in a stress response and being aware that we are in a stress response is so important because we're, we're our, our ego, our mind is trying to keep us safe, mm-hmm. right? It thinks we're being attacked. Mm-hmm. So it's creating all of these narratives to keep us safe when in reality it's making things worse, right? It's making things worse. And, um, you mean like when I used to just throw gasoline on the already raging inferno? Thinking yeah, it's going to get better. Exactly, and it's and it's so hard because it's program. It's it's a part of who we are. It all, that energy is within you, and it used to feel like I, I, it almost felt out of body. Like, yep, I know mm-hmm. I'm not. I shouldn't be adding more fuel to this, but I literally can't make my body or my voice or my words do anything different. And why is that? So whenever we disassociate, whenever whenever we go out of our body, why is that? It's because there's trauma within mm-hmm. our body. We don't feel safe to be in our body because it's fucking intense yeah. to be in our body. So the process of coming back into our body is about feeling safe in our body again, especially if you've been abused, if you've been molested, if you've been raped, you know, all of these things, a part of us disassociates, a part of us leaves because that experience is so traumatic, you know? So it's, it's a long process and a long journey of like making your body feel safe again. Yeah. You know, you're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to ask because like this this is this is big. This is big. This is what you work on every day. This is what I've spent my life working on, right? And so when you talk about in those moments when it's so overwhelming, right? And going to your breath to get into your body. Like what is what does that look like? Like a- any any idea. Like because like for me, like I would do breath, right? But when I was taught breath, like I was like, "Oh, here's a tool. I got to get somewhere." Mm-hmm. Right? And so like even just understanding like I didn't know what it meant to get into my body. Mm. I didn't know what that was. Like you mm-hmm. could say it to me all day. I didn't know what it meant to actually focus on feeling my heart or boom, boom, boom. All I knew is like, this hurts, mm-hmm. <laughs> this hurts. And when I do anything, it hurts more. Mm. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. So first off, I mean, you just saw me doing it a little bit ago yeah. when just real quick, um, I was getting my ego, a fucking lighthouse shined upon my ego. I see one thing about me is I'll call myself out. I will call myself <laughs> out. Will. And uh, yeah, and that's something that we could talk about as well. But um, 
you just saw me doing it a little bit ago, shaking my body, moving my well, that's body. That's why I'm and, asking you. Like, and, yeah, I'm clearing that energy within my body because I feel it. And um, I'm just movement. You need movement in some way, movement to clear that energy. And then also something that has been absolutely transformational for me is yin yoga. So uh, yeah, when my mom was living with me out in Florida, I would just be holding poses in deep, deep stretches. So say you feel something very intensely in your heart, maybe lay in a deep yoga pose with maybe lay in fish pose and just lay your body out and surrender and breathe into that area. So those intense emotions, those intense sensations within your body, they want you to be, they want you to bring your awareness into them. Mm -hmm. That's what they really want. And they ultimately, they want you to relax, them. but they don't want contraction. They, they exactly. Want and, and that's, and that's something that you and I both have probably programmed our body to be, we, when I was bodybuilding, I was programmed to be in a state of contraction all the time. And if you're familiar with your chakras along your spine, or if you're familiar with meridian points, meridian centers. So what are meridian points? Meridian points are transporting energy and information through your body, right? Mm -hmm. And when your body is in a state of contraction all the time, that energy can't move as freely it gets stuck. Blockages happen. So the, the process of opening those areas up allows that energy to move through you even faster. That's why now when I feel a, a deep, heavy emotion, it can move through my body a lot quicker than maybe a year ago, six months ago, even a few months ago, um, just because it's more open, it's more relaxed. And the more contracted we are, the more tight we are, the more we begin to control life and resist life yep. rather than being in the flow, allowing life, allowing these emotions to flow through you, feeling the pain, feeling the hurt and allowing it to move through you, you know, feeling the joy, feeling the abundance and accepting it and, and being very grateful for it, but also just allowing it to flow through you. Suffering. Uh, I don't I remember what the quote is, but suffering is or 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 from Brian on my podcast? No, no, oh. I'm not I'm not sure, but suffering like like clinging on to things, attachment. Attachment is the root of suffering because oh, yeah, we yeah. cling. We cling and where does that clinging coming from? That clinging is coming from tension, stress yep. within the body. Yep. Right? It's all a manifestation of how we are internally. You know, and to re real quick go back on um um what was i going to go back on oh it's it's going it's gone that's so. right it'll come back well and and i i asked that too because like this might sound so silly to you right mm -hmm. but like for a couple years with the practices like i didn't use them because i i just didn't simply ask how so for everybody to listen the reason i asked is like i even remember when i would go to breath right to feel better but i would sit down in a chair right and i'd be so upset i'd be hurtled over like this doing breath mm -hmm. and i wouldn't really like feel better right and so the reason I ask that is like, I, I actually am glad the reminder, I forgot to tone my body. I haven't been toning my body lately. And you were shaking in front of me, not shaking, but you were releasing and toning the energy out. And I was like, oh my God, I should have toned the other day. Like that would have made me instantly feel better, but it's a tool that I haven't seen in a while. So for people listening, for me with breath, in any moment where you're feeling 
restraint or constriction or anything heavy. It's just finding any breath that you can find intentionally and working on just opening up anyway. It, it doesn't have to be this. Exactly. It, it could be you're sitting down like this and you just go here. It could be you're sitting and you want to lay down. It's just about finding the first bite of like, okay, I'm feeling something in my body. I don't like what this feels like. I don't know what this is. Okay, cool. I'm going to just find a breath, any intentional breath, and I'm just going to work on opening a little bit and just allow the feeling. And I think for me, and even asking how, like what I needed to hear is like, the whole purpose is to actually just exist with the feeling. Mm-hmm. It, that is the purpose. The, the, the quote unquote agenda for me that I needed for the longest time was like, the first bite is just, oh, there's this feeling that used to cause me to go do this, 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 this. Now I'm just going to breathe and I'm going to notice where it is. And that's how, because I was going to ask you earlier, like my default now is like when I get triggered, I go to my breath and, when, and I'm like, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm there 80% of the time. Right. But I, I didn't start there. And so I'm always looking for like the how do we get there and how do you start reconditioning that? And so like, how did you start reconditioning that? So you had that behavior change. So you had something to fall back on. It really just came with doing more breathwork sessions and being more aware of my breath. The more aware of my breath I became, the more aware of my body I became. Mm-hmm. And I was very I was very attuned to the subtle changes that would happen like, ah, like my heart just hurt or ah, like I'm feeling this emotion or something along those lines. And just the more I became in tune and aware of my breath is and then ultimately everything else just came. I became more connected to my body. And then it's like God source. The universe is just flowing through me. And it's I'm tapping back into that animalistic nature. My body tells me what to do. Mm. It's not my mind telling me what to do. It's my body like, ah, this doesn't feel good. Maybe you should do this or maybe you should shake your body or maybe you should scream or maybe, you know, you just tap back into that that animal within you because we're, we're animals ultimately. But uh, society in today's day and age, especially with stress, we're very up here. We're very in our head. We're very disconnected from nature. We're in Montana right now. And and it's a very grounding energy. It's a very in-your-body energy, right? And, um, yeah, just becoming more aware of your body and more connected to your body and allowing your body to guide you. What does your body want? What does your body – what does your heart want, you know? And – and uh, listening to that, not allowing the mind, not allowing the ego to control the actions that the body wants to do. Because whenever, whenever an animal, like if you see a, a, a swan, for example, or a bird, you know, get into a fight with another bird, what does it do immediately after that experience? It flaps its wings really hard. And what is it doing? It's clearing that energy out of, out of its body. Uh, same thing with what I'm doing when I feel like there's someone who is triggering me. I'm moving my body. I'm shaking that energy out of my body, you know, and I'm not allowing it. I'm not like so. So just to give a little bit of context, say you you go into a a business meeting and you have an anger or a, just a, a, an angry client, an angry partner or whatever, or you're feeling some sort of emotion. You're feeling a stressful emotion an anger of. Uh, whatever emotion, some emotion that wouldn't be optimal to run your business from, right? Um, And you're coming out of that meeting, you're like, oh, I'm drained, whatever. 
just start shaking your body. Just start moving your body. Clear that energy from your body and then go back to running your business. Then go back to talking to your your client, your customer, whatever, whatever it may be. Because whenever we are living, I've noticed this so heavily in my in my life, and we talked about this a little bit. Whenever I'm living from stress, whenever I'm living from fear, whenever I'm living from anger, I am projecting that outwards, you know? So having the conscious awareness, and it can be very fucking hard sometimes, but having the conscious awareness that, okay, I am in this state, I am feeling these emotions right now, and I have the wisdom, I have the knowledge from, okay, whenever I feel this energy, I am not going to reach out to anyone unless they're going to help me clear this energy. I am not going to make any important decisions because if I make a decision, everything is energy. If I make a decision based on fear, anger, hate, stress, I am going to get that energy back towards me. Yeah. You know, so, and, and real quick to go into the nervous system as well. Um, we are our nervous system. So, Things are energy, right? Things are energy. Like, for example, money is energy, you know, and money has a specific frequency and our nervous system can only handle to handle so much before it becomes too much, too fast, too soon. Mm -hmm. Right. So when it comes to growing, when it comes to changing, you have to not only attune your mind, but you have to attune your nervous system to be able to handle that energy, handle that frequency. And that's why I'm very grateful for what I experienced when I was younger of being molested, having my power stripped away, squatting 230 or 650 pounds, setting world (laughs) records, all of this shit, you know, because my nervous system is fucking attuned. Like I am attuned to hold space. You know, I am attuned to help because I'm, I'm feeling into the energy of the person that I'm holding. Well, your, so co- your capacity is insane. Yeah. Your capacity is insane. Yeah. And, and it, sometimes it takes a, a few minutes or 30 minutes or an hour to kind of like, okay, like, ah, like I've experienced this before, you know, but um, whenever you are experiencing a lot of energy moving through your body, like just a little bit ago, that's okay. why I was shaking. I was experiencing a lot of energy, you know, the best thing that you can do is, oh, where am I unconsciously holding tension within my body? And just noticing those places within your body. <sighs> Where am I unconsciously holding tension? And just bringing your awareness into those areas and just focusing on relaxing those areas. Focus on surrendering, releasing those areas. And then, <sighs> and it's gone. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> It's gone. And is that, so when you talk about training your nervous system, is that how you do that, right? Like when you're conditioning it, it's really like building an awareness with it, right? Like really, like the the analogy that I use is like my job is to be my own triage nurse as many times as possible during the day Mm -hmm. to just check in and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Where is it? What is it? Mm -hmm. What stories am I making up from it? Um. But even even that reminder, man, is so powerful for me. Like, uh, you know, I love that you're like, we're doing 10 breaths. I'm like, yeah, of course we are. And then on like breath three, I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like six, I'm like, yep, yep, mm-hmm. And then 10, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, forgot about that. Yep, got yeah. it. That, that, that took a whopping like 38 seconds. Yeah. 
And then I was like vibrating in my body again. And I was like, oh, there, there it is. Right. And sometimes I forget how, how simple that is and, and how it's there. It's yeah. And so you, you do, you. Yeah. And real quick, yeah, go ahead. Uh, just to say this, the more we do it, the more attuned, the more used to our nervous system becomes to it, you know? So yeah. the, the, the process of doing this work, how I feel now with breath is completely different than how I felt a year and a half ago when I first started. Oh yeah. You know, because your, your body is programmed with emotions from the past, mm-hmm. right? And the more you do it, the more you clear that energy, that emotion that is stuck within the nervous system, you're able to attune it to more abundance, to more freedom, to more love, to more peace, to more joy. And eventually you get to a point where you don't really experience that stuff anymore. Yes, you still do to certain extents, but it's not nearly as intense as it used to be, you know? And um, yeah, it's just continuously coming back to it and continuously retraining the body to feel that peace, to have your heart open, you know? And, And the more we can stay in that frequency, the more we can stay in that energy, in that state after doing the breath work, the more it becomes a part of who we are. Well, and yeah, and one thing that you said I want to harp on, like huge, what you put out is what you get back. Mm. And I talk about, I've talked about this on the podcast a ton, especially around the wedge of expectations and the SOS because I lost like a six, two six-figure deals in the span of an hour and a half because of a story I made up about a lawsuit with our company. And then when I called the attorney three hours later, he's like, oh, I handle it. You don't have to pay anything. And I bought two closed deals in the process because I took two calls when I was in all of that. And then they pulled and we didn't work together. And then it ended up not even being a thing. And so I've learned this lesson many, 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 many times, but I never understood the whole like what you put out is what you get back and there's energy in, in everything. And then I started to look back at the moments where like I was doing the same behaviors that were working before, but I could literally see in those videos, like I could see my scarcity. I could, I could see how, like, I just wasn't being honest. Um, and I want to say this for everybody listening, because when you just said that, I was like, you said, when you get into your breath and you tune into that feeling, keep it for as long as you can. And anytime you're triggered, use that as the reminder to go find that feeling again, before you make any decisions, because that has to be one of the most powerful pieces of advice when it comes to success that I talk about on this podcast all the time, the ability to do just that, to when you're getting triggered and when that is there, the longer you can pause before you respond and make sure that you're tuning into that right energy, the faster everything works. And and one little secret that I had is when I caught it, I realized that there were a lot of times where like my energy might be on and then I'd come off. And so I just started getting radically honest with people. And I'd be like, Hey, hold on. I'm feeling a little scarcity right now. And I know I'm talking different. Give me a second in the Mm -hmm. middle of keynotes. And then instantly they'd all like chuckle and think I was joking. And I feel so seen (laughs) and validated. And I'm like, well, this is the easiest like trauma work I've ever done. Like (laughs) this isn't a part of my act. This is real. Yeah. But like I would do it all the time. And then it actually was funny because people like, dude, that's the best talk I've ever seen. Like, and I'm like, but bro, I'm just trying to be honest. But I think for me, I use breath now as a way if I'm not tuning in or if like I find myself, which still happens today, I'll be literally in meetings or in the middle of my day and I'll catch that I am off. 
like way off. And I'm like, well, rescheduling a day isn't on the docket, but I'll use breath to like, let's find some clarity or let's do boom. And I've done it with you. And I'm like, Hey man, this is what's going on in my life right now. I want to send you a longer text message, but I can't. Mm -hmm. And then I get really honest about it so that when I do show up with you rather than showing up and pretending like, Hey, I'm texting you back because I should text you back and I don't want you to do it. I'm like, Hey, I want to text you back. I have a lot of shit coming up right now and I don't have the capacity Mm. and it allows me to stay in that. So like my nervous system doesn't get traumatized or cause what would happen is I have so much love in my heart for you. I'd feel massive guilt and I'd be like, no, no, no. Like I got to text him back. I got to do boom. But then I would want to give you the time of day. And then I would self-sacrifice and be like, well, all right, George, fuck your emotions. Right. Like go, you know, but then you would feel that. Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so that's my that's been my little my little way as i try to own it like Mm -hmm. as much as i can because it 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 helps me a lot yeah yeah and and, um that's something that i feel you are very good at and something we've had in our friendship Mm -hmm. is being honest yes being vulnerable you know and being like bro like i know i was operating in that capacity you know and and um that's something that's very important is to be able to look at your shadow, be able yeah. to like, like I said a little bit ago, I just had my shadow just, and, and just to talk about it a little bit. So yeah. with great power comes great responsibility. I'm a very powerful, I'm a very intense, a very passionate person. And, uh, I, I'm, I part of me is like, I know I can help you. I know I can help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? And that, that, like we were talking about earlier, that comes off as unsafe. That comes off as that person is not enough, you know, uh, triggering, triggering, triggering. And something that I am really learning within myself is with great power comes great responsibility. That's why I have that tattooed on my leg is to 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 know how to project that power to know how to harness that power right because that power and someone who has been a mentor of mine uh on on the good old instagram is sherveen <laughs> on the good uh, old instagram yeah, i love how you talk <laughs> <laughs> thank you brother the co-founder of symbiotica by the way if you guys haven't um checked out symbiotica the best the best supplement company in the world. I'm sorry to all my people who own supplement companies, but thanks. Um, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, they absolutely changed my life, but that's for another time, another podcast. Um, and yeah, just learning how to, to project that power outwards, you know, because how you, how you share your message is going to either be received or not received based on, your tone, how you're communicating, you know, so learning to communicate and, and, and talk in a, in a way that is going to be able to be received by the person. And I have a reflection for you, of course, because you're sharing on the side of me giving you feedback, Mm -hmm. your response to my feedback gave me feedback Mm. because how you listened Mm, you're and, showing people how you are and how you receive how you're receiving it yep and that's a bit that's a state of their consciousness but i don't know at. if you noticed when i started giving you feedback when my wall was up i was intense mm-hmm. and very quickly i dropped down very fast mm. and that's because the moment i went to say hey i'm triggered right now 
you did not react Mm -hmm. at all towards me whatsoever. Mm. You had the emotion in your body Mm -hmm. and you instantly went to release it and it didn't come back on me. And I immediately went to, you don't get to be a sharp edge right now. Soften right now. This is not okay. And I was like, and so just so you know, besides just speaking how you are in reflection, because obviously you and I have very similar wounds. Yeah. And this is my sword (laughs) because I do say I'm your most valuable liability, right? Like that, it was the joke for a long time. But I just so you know, in your response to that and, and how that whole situation went down helped me and anchored in an honest, integrous feedback conversation on both where I got to give you feedback from a trigger and instantly I learned a lesson about my own trigger, which like shifted me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted you to hear that because I think you're talking a lot about like how you talk and how it's received, but I also want you to know like how your presence is and how you are structured based on the work that you do with no words changed me more than any word that came out of you today. And sometimes... I've been experiencing this a lot in sessions lately, especially lately. Sometimes all people who have experienced pain, all they need is a compassionate witness and a space holder to hold that energy and for you to see them through their pain and for you to love them. Sometimes all it takes is just holding the space, not really saying much and just allowing the person to talk, allowing the person to be vulnerable and to be seen. and. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because in that moment, just just so everybody knows, like Zach is beyond reproach when helping and helping and helping. And I'm navigating a lot in life. And I shared something very deeply with him that I was proud of. And he was so excited to help me get more of it that he went to like, do you know I can help you like 10x that? But in the moment, I felt very unseen because for me, I've spent you know my life doing the work to get to the point where now like I am the happiest I've ever been. And of course, there's always more. But I know his heart. But in that moment, I had a four-year-old little boy whose parents just didn't see him and immediately went to like walls up. But I was like, oh, I have a conditioned behavior here. Don't put the wall up. Tell him the wall's going up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, hey, my wall's going up right now and I don't want it up. Mm -hmm. And then your response to that also. And so it was, um, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I appreciate you immensely. Uh, I would reflect back to you that I would say that your greatest gift is your lack of words mm. in everything you've been in my life and what I've seen. And I bet you, if you looked back over the last year and you interviewed everybody that you've worked with, they'd all share the same thing. And it was about the space that you held for them. Groundedness. It's, it's, it's powerful, man, because what's so beautiful and the, I guess that's how we're wrapping the show today was a little bit of feedback. Wow, this was an hour? Already an hour. Oh, so we're going to have to do like two, three, four, five, we'll six, get, seven, eight. We'll nine. get there, yeah. But I can't have that with everybody who says that or else I'd have no podcast because yeah. every person would be on for 27 <laughs> episodes. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll just eventually give the show away to everybody. <laughs> but um, I, I, say that, I say that to you because even watching you with your excitement, And like watching you with like all that intense energy and then instantly watch you be able when it's like completely out of you, like looks like it's overwhelming your body, drop in 20 seconds later, like into your heart and drop a tear down your face. Like that switch is insane. 
and it speaks to you. But the level of safety that that creates for people, like I literally am uh, humbled is the only word. Like I, I had a instantaneous reflection of massive clarity based on how you interacted in our conversation. And so I just, for whatever that's worth, like for me, your presence, the way that you are the work that you're talking about has taught me so much. And I don't remember really much of anything we've talked about, but I can tell you how I felt on that breath work. I can tell you that moment. I can tell you many moments like that with you that have been very instrumental in clarity in healing my heart in surrendering to control of my event in opening up and not having it look a certain way, like hundreds of ways that you've shown up in the matter of months from just texting me and DMing me and being willing to push and to ask, Hey, I want this and I want this and I want this. And I'm like, slow down. <laughs> right. Well, that, but, was, that was the second day but, we met. But the fact that you showed up in a way that that happens in my life all the time. And instantly I'm like Hulk smash out. And I'm like, fuck is it about you? I'm like, bro, will you slow down? I want you around. What are you doing to me right now? Why are you stretching me right now? So this is all to say like, God, like your rascals insane and it's amazing. And it, it's a gift. And, and I want to, I want to ask this question to go because you've lived a life, man. And, and we, of course, you're going to be at the event. So anybody who's coming to the event, you're going to get to meet Zach. Um, he's going to be at the event. We will identify that capacity at the event. Cause I'm still making that right now. Uh, oh, go to mindgeorge.com slash event. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet. Um, but you've, you've experienced a lot, man, some darks, of darks and you've walked in it and you've walked through it. And there's a lot of people listening to this. I would just love to hear your thoughts for them. Like anything you could give them to think about, to focus on, to see, because you're still writing the book that you're walking in the middle of. And it is a beautiful, beautiful book, but you walk this every single day and it's very refreshing. It's very empowering and it's very grounding to have you around me, to hear your wisdom to hear this in you as you walk this. And so I just would love to hear what's on your heart, on your soul, as we wrap the show for today for everybody listening. My brother, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Um, first off, yeah, I just want to say thank you for the kind words. Like truly, um, I fucking love you, man. It's been a wild ride. Just this friendship the last few months, it's been it's been uh, a gift. It's been a real gift for me. So I, I truly mean that. And yeah, my message to everyone out there, if you're listening to this podcast and anything is resonating with you, if you feel a sensation, if you feel something within your body, or if you're having these thoughts come up that you can be better, you can heal, something that George talks about a lot is being a lighthouse and holding that light. And if you're feeling anything within your body, if you're having any thoughts come up, you are a lighthouse. You all are a lighthouse. And what you see in us, what is inspiring you, what is motivating you is also within you. And that is exactly why you are feeling that because that is within you and you can tap into that. You are that. You just have to, you haven't, you have been programmed in the past to not be that. 
but you ultimately have that within you. And from my experience, breath, becoming more aware of your breath, as simple and easy as it sounds, you can tap into that light. You are that light. You are love. You are unconditional love. And you are worthy of that love. And George and I, we're, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. We are here for you. And we are going to continue being that lighthouse, showing up on the dark days, on the cloudy days, on the fucking hurricane days, <laughs> when it's sunny out. We are, we are going to hold that pillar of light so you can tap into your light and then share your light and share it with everyone else. And if you want an event to be around more of those lighthouses, I highly recommend going to this man's event later this year. So everyone tuning in, thank you so much. And we are going to be leading a short little guided meditation and breathwork session here yeah. here after this and and uh for everybody listening to this you will be able to get access to it it will be linked in the show notes and you can dm us breath we just have barriers of entry because we're not going to let you do zach's breath unless you commit to doing zach's breath because my job's to hold you accountable so you know we just make you jump through a hoop no i'm just kidding you can have the breath you just gotta do it it'll yeah. be in the show notes we'll have it we're gonna record it after um I don't have any words to add to what you just said. I will just express my feeling. I just sat there and realized how heart happy my heart was and full it was. And I'm like, I'll just sit here and let Zach talk. Like it's (laughs) just, uh, it's a gift. Those words mean a lot, man. And I'm really, really excited for us to go give people the, uh, the gift of breath and for me to receive it again. Mm -hmm. And so, um, (laughs) just thank you. Thank you. Thank you from a very deep level. And for everybody listening, thank you. Uh, this show for me uh, has a lot of timely reminders and, and, and Zach and I are pretty open about this. We're pretty reflective. And so uh, to see him at points in his life where I used to be and be at points in my life where I am now, this podcast today really kind of spoke to my soul and gave me some very loving, nurturing, gentle reminders to get back into things that I might've got a little slippery with. And so thank you. I appreciate it. For everybody listening, Take what Zach said and take it and heed it because I can't add on it and I can't make it any better. Use breath to be the Windex to the foggy light of yours, but do whatever you can to clean that lens and keep it shining because that's what we do and this is how we do it. And so, like I said, take something from Zach today, put it into practice, make sure you find him. What's your Instagram, by the way? Uh, Zach underscore Halford, Z-A-C-H yep. underscore H-A-L-L-F-O-R-D. F-O-R-D. And of course, Zach's been tagged on our Instagram. We'll tag him a ton. We'll link it. It'll be in the show notes. But make sure you connect with Zach. And, and I will say this personally. If anything he said today, we said today, at any point you felt tilted to say, like, I want to reach out to him, trust me reach out to him, shoot him a DM, shoot him a message. Um, that's why he's here. That's why we're here. And uh, trust me, this man answers the call because he came knocking <laughs> on the door and now he hitchhikes his way to Montana. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if I knocked on the door. I think I kicked the door. You might've, I was being, I was being nice. <laughs> yeah. I was being nice. You bull in China shopped it, but a yeah. part of me appreciated it. So, um, but that's how we're going to wrap today's show. So everybody uh, remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. And uh, the most important one is yourself. And I'm going to add a part to that uh, because you fucking matter and we love you. So go have a beautiful day. I'll either see you in the next episode or you'll hear me in your ear rolls. But either way, we out. Peace. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Mind of George show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.